This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, February 13th, 2024. I'm Caleb Brown. European leaders and other OECD countries want to launch an international tax cartel. The Biden administration's Treasury Department has been playing along so far. But as Cato's Adam Michel points out in a new paper, the U.S. should not go along with it. And Congress ought to instead double down on low tax rates to make the U.S. a relative tax haven. Where are the world's tax havens? Like, where do companies like to be when uh, it comes time for the tax man to show up? The world's tax havens are places with no or very low corporate tax rates. Uh, places like uh, the Cayman Islands uh, is is one that's often pointed to, but also places like Ireland that has a 12.5% corporate tax rate that is lower than any other place in Europe and lower than most other countries. And so, Relatively speaking, businesses like to do more business in these locations. The OECD doesn't seem to like the fact that tax havens exist. That's correct. The OECD, the sort of collection of higher income, largely European uh, countries, they don't like the idea that a company can choose to do location in an area that has a more friendly tax regime. They see this as a threat to their ability to raise uh, the revenue necessary to support the state that they want to have. But what's interesting is this is actually not not the case. When we look at over the last 40 or so years, corporate income tax rates have fallen. Um, They've fallen by almost half over that period of time from about 50% uh, in the 80s to mid 20% now. But tax revenue has actually, from the corporate income tax, has actually increased over that, that same time. So we've seen the opposite. We've seen corporate tax revenues increase while rates fell. All right. So the OECD wants to tax global businesses. So describe how businesses function as global entities. Yeah, so in our modern economy, businesses have operations in many countries all around the world. They may do research and development in the United States and manufacturing somewhere in Asia, and then they sell the products back to the United States or uh, in Europe. The headquarters of the company might be somewhere else. And so corporate income tax system has to figure out where corporate profits are, are taxable in all of those locations in proportion to some principle. And the underlying principle they use now is something like value creation, like where are the profits actually being being made? All right. So Ireland, a relatively welcoming place for a lot of companies to have operations. And to how do how do countries work out between each other? Who gets what portion of the revenues to tax? So it's incredibly complicated, but there's there's a global understanding that we, we use a system of what's called transfer pricing. So businesses essentially have to pretend like con- company that portions of their company in different countries are operating as separate entities, and then they sort of trade the intellectual property rights or the goods themselves between these entities, and and, and profit sort of flow with these transactions. Uh, this system is is can be imperfect, which is what leads to the sort of boogeyman of profit shifting, where businesses uh, have the ability to inflate profits in lower tax areas and, and minimize profits in higher tax areas. But the the sort of 
common understanding that profit shifting is this tremendous problem that has increased precipitously over time. This is the one of the motivating stories behind the OECD projects is, 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 is just overstated when you actually parse the data correctly. Presumably the OECD, in part informed by what you say is a false or misconstrued narrative about how profits arise and uh, where they are earned and who gets to tax what, um, the OECD would like to essentially put an end to this to the extent that uh, the United States is relatively less taxing when it comes to corporate profits. Yeah, so the OECD wants to stop this competition where countries get to compete for business activity. And often they dress up the project as uh, as trying to go after tax competition or or profit shifting itself. But really, it's most of the biggest profit, most profitable companies in the world are based in the United States and are U.S. companies. And so the project at its core is really uh, responding to domestic politics in Europe, where it's easier to tax the big bad American companies um, rather than uh, rather than things that happen domestically in in Europe. So there's this there's this what they're saying versus what the project is actually trying to do. How is the U.S. government, the Biden administration specifically, how are they playing ball with this plan to move ahead with this? sort of global regime, this OECD regime for taxing international companies. The Biden administration has been working very closely with the OECD to develop what they're calling the inclusive framework. It has two pillars. One of the pieces is a 15% minimum tax. The They originally rolled out the framework in 2021, and now we're at a point where uh, many countries are actually starting to implement these taxes that are raising taxes on, um, on many international businesses, primarily U.S. businesses. And the Biden administration would like the United States to fully sign on to this, but Congress has has a role in setting tax policy. And so Congress ultimately will need to take action to, to sign us up. But the Biden administration is doing everything in their power to box the U.S. into this sort of new global tax system. Now, if you look at some of the most innovative, productive companies, especially in tech, very few of them are in Europe. Tax policy is certainly a part of that. Regulation is certainly a part of that. So many of them are based in the United States. What would that mean for innovation in the U.S.? What would it mean for corporate headquarters in the U.S. if Congress were to go along with this new regime? This is one of the the problems with setting minimum international tax standards that instead of allowing countries like the United States, like Ireland, like sort of you pick your country to set tax policies that are conducive to investment, that are conducive to business creation. There's this push to create a one-size-fits-all sort of European-style tax and regulatory regime that would would limit that type of innovation that you're pointing to. This is sort of at a step back, a foot in the door to harmonizing any number of other things, whether they be environmental regulations or taxes on on personal income. Organizations like the OECD um, see differences across countries that lead to these benefits of innovation and business startups as inherently problematic that this, this 
interjurisdictional competition is is somehow eroding the ability of of other countries to to impose more costs on on businesses. And in terms of companies that are deciding where to locate for the first time their headquarters, it would seem that OECD countries, including the United States, would be relatively less competitive. Correct. Moving into a world in which there is one size fits all tax rate or tax regime across all these countries, you're ultimately shooting yourself in the foot. It means that that it'll be harder for that next firm to grow into a global business and and compete across all these various jurisdictions. So it'll have these sort of knock on effects that are that maybe aren't apparent today, but will be down the road. So what are the strategic upsides? of the U.S. Congress essentially saying, no, we're not doing that. So there's, I think there's tremendous upside for, for the United States. The This project is being presented as sort of this new OECD global tax cartel is here to stay and it's time for the United States to get on board. But Congress could choose to continue to make the United States the most attractive place to do business in the world. They could, uh, we could lower our corporate tax rate below where it currently is. We could undercut the 15% flat rate that the OECD wants to something like 12%. We could continue to expand expensing and have a territorial international tax system. All of these things would make the United States the place that businesses want to do business and undercut this. Uh, collusive agreement by high-tax European states to try to essentially stop this behavior of companies choosing the most attractive place to do business. And I think it will both stop the OECD plan uh, in its tracks, but it will also benefit American workers and American innovation and ultimately make the United States a more prosperous, free place to, uh, to start a business and grow your business and employ more people. I mean, you're describing essentially the OECD trying to create a cartel, and if the United States chooses to be a defector in that cartel, the whole plan seems almost impossible to keep going. Cartels are inherently fragile, and if the United States steps up and is aggressive in saying, no, we don't want to be part of this one-size-fits-all sort of blanket on international investment and business activity— but instead, we want to make the United States a conducive place to invest, to grow, to, to innovate. The OECD project will be shown for what it is, and that is a sort of collusive agreement that, that only works if the United States is fully on board. Adam Michelle is author of the new Cato paper, Bold International Tax Reforms to Counteract the OECD Global Tax. It's available today. Subscribe to and rate the Cato Daily Podcast wherever you please. And thank you for listening. <laughs>